Put that cookie down now. Jing all the way. Coming up on this Christmas special, part one of two, on the good, the bad, and the ugly, a podcast about movies. Welcome all. Come one, come all. This is a very special episode. Part one of two, actually. Two, so many uh, Christmas movies, so little time. But as the show continues to do its thing, hopefully you guys will come around and tune in for some more. But nonetheless, let's get it started. Jing All The Way came out November 22nd, 1996. The overview, uh, father goes all over town, even goes to certain extreme measures to get his son the ultimate Christmas action figure, Turbo Man. So the cast, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Howard Langston, Sinbad as Myron Larrabee, Phil Hartman as Ted Malton, Rita Wilson as Liz Langston, and Jake Lloyd as Jamie Langston. Now there's like other uh important characters too or like other like side characters but I don't really feel like talking about them too much and I like uh, especially to the ones that are that love this movie like I do I don't really want to talk about the cop you know barely said any lines just uh I feel like it's a just a filler character so I just want to focus on the main cast the budget 60 million or it was estimated at 60 million box office um, I don't know. I, I feel like it didn't do so hot. 12 million opening weekend. Uh, estimated 60 million in the U.S. And worldwide total, including the U.S., is uh, 129. So it was just about a, maybe broke even, maybe broke a little bit over even. And that's what kind of hurts because... Now we're going to dive into the next part, which is the reviews. And I'm not going to lie, this kind of hurts. Before I talk about these reviews, though, I just want to say this movie, especially when it comes to Christmas, like right behind, I want to say, my top three childhood Christmas movies, it got to be a Christmas story, jingle all the way. And number three got to be the, the cartoon version of How the Grinch Stole Christmas. And, and I, I love this movie so freaking much. And it kind of hurts that it didn't do so hard. It, it surprises me that it has that it, um, that it did bad, you know, and it has bad reviews and stuff. I, I don't believe in these reviews. I don't. Just like I don't believe in the reviews on The Replacements, okay? Or Meteor Man. Those are some good-ass movies, man. What, what's going on out here? All right? Kind of disappointed right now. Y'all y'all trying to get under my skin on Christmas Day, and it's, it's supposed to be about the spreading the good uh, festive spirit. And I'm not feeling it right here, folks. I'm not feeling it right here at all. So for the reviews, a disappointing, heartbreaking, red score, of 34 on Metascore, 17% on Rotten Tomatoes, 
with an audience score of 38%. Why don't people like this movie, man? I get it. It's silly and it's cheesy. But isn't that what's the point of this movie? So let's just read some of these people just, just straight up bashing these. Let me read some of these reviews that where the people are just bashing this movie for no, for apparently no reason. So watching Arnold Schwarzenegger take a stab at lighthearted comedy is often like watching a whale try to maintain its balance on a gymnastics beam. Fuck you whoever said that. All right. Let's read the other asshole that that want to bash this movie. In this formalic star vehicle, Schwarzenegger gets to fly like Peter Pan, act like Superman, and fulfill all the fantasies kids may have about their fathers. Okay, I take that back about the asshole part. You're not an asshole. That rare family-themed Christmas movie that isn't really aimed at kids. Visuals ain't not me. What are you talking about? I, I, I like this movie. It might have some uh, inappropriate stuff for kids in here, but that's all good. That's all good. So does Adult Swim, and kids watch that shit all the time. It's actually aimed at adults. Oh. Oh, well. It's a family Christmas movie that's completely honest about what family Christmases tend to be like. One of my... Christmas favorites, that doesn't mean it is the great of them. Ooh, my fault. One of my Christmas favorites, that doesn't mean it is that great of a movie. Um, okay. The story and acting are just okay. It provides enough spaced out action and laughs that you are not bored. Hmm. Uh, I guess. Although it's nice to see Arnold and Fan and there's a typo on this one. Although it's a although it's nice to see Arnold in a family friendly role, it is not that believable that he is his character. Well, of course not. He's always he always plays an American in his movies, and he's not even American, so of course not. What are you trying to say here? Unfunny and worse, unpleasant. Jingle all the way is. Holiday cheer from the warped psych of a Scrooge. Go suck a dick, whoever said that. Even the Grinch wouldn't like this one. Well, your mama liked this one. How about that? I'm, so, I'm sorry I'm hostile on this, y'all. You know, I don't, I don't know what's wrong with me, boy. I, I, I legit have like a love for this movie, so this is just blowing my mind. I'm going to stop going off on these people, though. If there is a bottom of the Hollywood barrel, Jingle All the Way has been gleaned from the filth upon which that bottom rests. Sometimes critics mistake. This is definitely an example. You see some movies that oh, you see some movies don't need to be reviewed. You just need to watch them first and then judge your feelings. So idea of the movie is great. And it's pretty familiar to every father on Christmas. And that's why people like to associate themselves with Arnie's character. There are a lot of misadventures. You won't, you won't remember even... Oh, you won't remember every after ending, I promise. 
but they actually work out pretty maintaining. Oh, but they actually work out pretty entertaining, sometimes even laughably funny. Also contains good soundtrack that includes Chuck Berry's Run Rudolph Run. I also like the casting choice for Ted. I don't like this type of sleazy scumbags. That's why he is so realistically annoying. Not much else to say. Watch it now. Okay. That's all the reviews. Except for my la- except for this last one, which is my personal review. So my personal review on the film is that I think it is an amazing Christmas movie. That's silly, funny, and it's wholesome. Alright? So I don't know why people got to bash this movie for. I mean, going back to what I said about this being like, have some type of adult things in it, you know, it is a little bit weird. I can't, I'm not, gonna, I'm not even going to um, ignore that or hide or put that in the shadow. But yes, yes, it is a little bit weird, you know. Uh, for example, The Neighbor Ted, um, I guess like I would say the antagonist of the film. Maybe, maybe in reality, maybe if, if you're, if uh, you're woke, the real antagonist is Turbo Man, all right? Make, driving all these families out into the city, wasting their damn money for this toy that the kid's going to play with for a couple of years and then forget about it. You know what I'm saying? That's real woke. Woke is consumerism. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. My personal review on the film, though, going back to it, you know, like I said, Ted, I guess, is like the the antagonist. Um, And I say that because, you know, for those that have seen the movie or for those that haven't seen the movie, Ted is being too much of a creep. You know, he's a he's slick, a straight up asshole. Uh, this dude... You know, he coming over to he coming over to the house, uh to uh Howard's house way too many times, you know, especially when Howard is at work is at home and he's at work and and his wife is there and he's doing damn he's doing way too damn much, you know. Um but uh, you know, if as you watch this movie, uh you find out his true intentions is to smash the wife. First of all, I've had plenty of neighbors in my life. I don't think I've like my neighbors so much to where I want to be over at the house all the time. Now, now the only exception is if, you know if, if they have a kid and they're the same age around me, then I want to go over. Uh, you know, you, then you know, of course, I want to go over there and play video games and stuff, jump on their trampolines. But for the most part, if I'm a grown ass as a grown ass man going over to my neighbor's house like that, nah, that's just too that's just too damn weird for me. You know. Um. Uh, but yeah, the, just just Ted and his intentions. Um, it's a little bit too much for for it to be like a kids a kids Christmas movie. But anyways, you know this is this movie is childhood one hundred and one in my life, and I enjoy it. You know, if I must give it a rating, it's going to be a ten out of ten ornament ornaments. All right, ten out of ten reefs, ten out of ten snowmen. I love this movie. Ten out of ten uh, turbo men. So what makes it stand out? One of the things that makes it stand out is the uh, the odd comedy duo of Arnold or Sinbad. Who would have thought that is such a weird uh, team to work together, you know, to put together in a film? The idea of everybody going crazy for Turbo Man reminds me of the time where people were going absolutely bonkers i'm talking about insane for uh i think like during the 80s like late 80s um there's like a frenzy for cabbage patch dolls and people just like parents going 
crazy, leaving stores with bloody noses and stuff, trying to buy this dumbass doll. And another time, like, I guess something similar like that would be like in the 90s, I guess like what, mid 90s, um, either early to mid 90s. There's also there's like also also another frenzy for the uh, tickle me Elmos. Um, I never had one. I never needed one, and uh, I was just like, I was just like in shock on on how people were going crazy. You know, my mom, my mom never bought me a tickle me Elmo. You know, what my mom bought me. She bought me a a, a a Chucky doll before he looked all disfigured and everything. So this was like Mr. Nice Guy just. Alone, I think that's what it's called. Like my my buddy or nice, whatever, whatever the hell it's called. I had one of those, and then I watched the Chucky movie, and then that completely turned upside down. I threw the, I threw the whole doll away, and but that's another that's on another that's another day, another story. Um, some other things that'll make it stand out that make it stand out to me, I'll cover my top five because a lot of it's my favorites. So first time watching this. I will actually watch this at a childhood's friend's house. A childhood friend's house on a VHS tape, man. You know, old school, baby. What y'all know about the old school VHS tapes? And I just watched it. I, You know, I believe I was in a... I, I think it's safe to say that I was in Alaska. Because that's where I was originally born. And... Can't tell if it's winter because it's always snowing over there. Except for like the summertime. They don't really snow too much. Or at all. But it is still a, a brisk weather. But nonetheless, I watched, I pro, I want to say, it's safe to say that I watched this in Alaska. Uh, and I watched this on VHS tape at my friend's house because my mom was always, my mom had to work hard to support for me and my brother. So she'd always drop us off at these, uh, at a, friend's family at a family friend's house and yeah just watch VHS tapes I don't know what else to say I keep repeating myself over and over tales from the script Sinbad and Arnold Schwarzenegger both improvised the majority of their lines and their conversations in this film The story for Jingle All the Way. Oh, look at this. The story for Jingle All the Way is based on the 1980s shopping frenzy over the Cabbage Patch dolls. Oh, however, it ended up perfectly mimicking the Tickle Me Elmo craze of Christmas in 1996. Look at that. Look at that. Arnold Schwarzenegger enjoyed the film having experienced last-minute Christmas shopping himself and was attracted to playing an ordinary character in a family film. Yeah, I can see that. I think, um, no, I can't even say that. I think, like, his first somewhat normal role was either Kindergarten Cop or Twins, where his or he has a twin brother in his Danny DeVito, good movie. Apparently making a sequel to that sometime soon in the future, which is going to be like triplets, I think, and Annie Murphy's supposed to be in it. But yeah, I think those are like somewhat ordinary characters too. Kindergarten Cop is just a 
cop as a as a kindergarten teacher that's undercover. And I forgot the I forgot the premise of Twins, but I do remember watching Twins. Official Turbo Man fi- action figures were sold at Walmart for twenty five bucks. Today, you can get one on eBay, ranging from a used Turbo Man for thirty five bucks, a used Turbo Man figure for thirty five bucks, to a brand new Turbo Man figure. For a hefty price of three thousand dollars, you know this is crazy. Um, because I have a childhood friend growing up. He owned a Turbo Man doll, and uh, he lives here in Georgia somewhere. So, you know, a quick quick recap: I was born in Alaska, and I grew up part part in Alaska, part in Ohio. And part down here in Georgia. So I know when I moved down here to Georgia, uh, it was definitely a culture shock. But I did have a friend growing up. We used to play with action figures all the time. He had a he had a Turbo Man figure. And I was like, bro, this looks so familiar. And then it clicked in my head that this that he got a Turbo Man from Jing all the way. So I don't know how that friend is doing nowadays. I hope you're doing good if you ever tune into my show one day hope you're doing good bro um and i hope you hold on to this triple man figure because you could make some money maybe like a ranging from a little 35 bucks to a hefty three thousand dollars the giant santa in this film is wwe's the big show so i thought that was pretty cool um when i re- when i rewatched this i was like yeah I'll, I'll, when I rewatched this, I, I when I this, I knew I had to include this fact into this movie, uh, this fact into my show. Sorry, and I was like, you know, if I don't find this online, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna type it in myself because I want to know who else saw this besides me. And well, the internet saw this besides me. Uh, picked this little uh fact out besides I did so went ahead and just um put it down anyways with the internet I don't know next fact Sinbad felt like he screwed up his audition and he felt like he screwed it up so bad that he wanted to quit the business but he actually got the part and uh the rest is history and Sinbad I like your character in this movie um the bomb scene didn't age too well. I don't I don't know if I should agree with that bomb scene. I don't know why I wanted to put that bomb scene in the uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get it. We'll get into it. Uh, I'll get into that a little bit later. Arnold was supposed to make a different movie around this time. Any guys want any of you guys want to uh, take a, take a stab at it? I'll give you guys 5 seconds like Dora. All right, that's a little bit past five seconds. Planet of the Apes, the 2001 Mark Wahlberg version of the movie, was actually supposed to be Arnold's. But it kept getting delayed. Uh, the script kept getting uh, denied by the by what Fox that made this, I believe. So, you know, he, he got tired of waiting around. He got tired of the script being denied. So he 
left that movie or project, because it wasn't even a movie at the time. He left that project, and he decided to do this instead. Now, I like the Mark, Mark Wahlberg version. I think it's okay. Um, by no means did I think he did a bad job. But if Arnold did the 2001 Planet of the Apes, um, I could see him doing basically the same the same thing, the same type of job, um, or the same yeah the same type of performance, if not a little bit better. But you know, I want I want to be upset if I had Arnold doing this instead of Mark Wahlberg, Planet of the Apes. The film's parade scene or sequence took more than three weeks to film. This movie is based around Christmas time, but was actually filmed during the hot, scorching summer days of April. So could you imagine being, being even an extra wearing winter clothes in April of LA? Yikes, man, that's just, that's very, very, very tough. I couldn't imagine, man. Shout out to the people for that whole parade sequence scenes. You know what? Y'all did a good job. I, I bought that it was winter. You know, I bought that it was Christmas. So, y'all did y'all's thing, man. Awesome. Finally, the last, kit, the last uh, fact I have here is that Sinbad's character, Myron, was actually supposed to be played by Joe Pesci, Home Alone vet. But they decided to, what, change it? The, the director or writer, whoever, decided, you know, it would be a little bit odd seeing Joe Pesci getting into these physical scenes with, with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And they had a good point. Joe Pesci versus Arnold Schwarzenegger? That looks like a Rottweiler playing with their little chew toy. Would not work out. So good call. Really good call. So coming up next, I got the uh, things I would change about this film. So the things I would change, you know, I, I kind of like a little bit not really torn too much, but there are some small things I would change. You know, but let me just say I'm not really too sure of what I would change so much of the film, so much, because there's a lot of ridiculous things in this movie that's going on and stuff. And I think they were intending to make this film as silly as possible. And this film's not, not supposed to be taken serious at all. Um... One of the things I would change though is uh is that damn neighbor. I get it. He's supposed to be really annoying and stuff, and like I said, I guess like an antagonist. But the you know that neighbor, right? There's like a scene where like the neighbor is riding with Arnold's wife to the parade, 
and he makes a move on her. So I would mm, what take that scene out. It's like absolutely ridiculous. You know, why would a why would a married couple let some random ass divorced man that's a neighbor, right? Even ride? Like why would the wife even like let him ride with her to the uh to the parade? You know, I mean I get it, the kids are friends and everything, but but damn. That's just too much, right? Nah, I'll just meet you over there. That's just my that's my that's just my opinion. Um so I think I'll take that scene out. Cause you know, I'm I feel like at this point in the movie it's focusing a little bit too much on on the uh on the neighbor and, and Arnold Schwarzenegger con like what conflict when the movie's supposed to be about uh Arnold trying to be a good dad, which he's not in this movie, but he's trying to be a good dad by trying to get this toy for his son. So I'll take that scene out. I was kind of torn between this scene where Arnold calls his house and he picks up and he pick and the neighbor Ted picks up the phone talking about how delicious his wife's cookies are. Even though his wife deliberately said to to Ted the neighbor that those cookies are for Arnold, but she she leaves but she leaves the kitchen to go take a shower. When you want when you wait for the neighbor to leave, be like, okay, can you, you would you mind leaving? I got, I gotta go get ready and stuff. Like, push that weird ass dude at the house. The fuck? But I, I slept like that scene though. I mean, like I said too, because you know he's eating the cookies and he's like, mmm, those these cookies are good. I think that's like a sexual reference. I kind of feel like that's a sexual reference. And Arnold is freaking out on the other on the other line. Those are my cookies. Put the cookie down now. So. Yeah. Um, I would definitely take out the bomb scene that I was talking about earlier. So, in this certain scene, this is where um, Marlon and Howard they're like running through, I believe, a radio station, and they're trying to get this toy. At the same time, they're trying to run away from the cops. And I forgot how Arnold gets away, but Marlon, that's played by Sinbad, you know, he gets surrounded by these police, by the police, and he is a a delivery man, like a mail delivery guy, like a postman. There you go, a postman. And, you know, he pulls out this random package, and he's telling the cops, stay back, it's a bomb. Not knowing that it's a bomb, he just pulls it out. He did, that, he did that gag before, and it it worked to get him out of a certain situation, and it wasn't a bomb. So he says it right here. He says, you know, he tries to pull that, does that gag again. It's a bomb. Back up, back up. And he then makes his escape, and the police are like, one like the one of the side characters, the policeman, walks up, police officer walks up to the bomb, the the package. He said, "Guys, it's not a bomb." And starts ripping it open, and he says, "I've been, I've been like working for like the bomb tactics for certain years now." I'm not really sure that's what he said. I'm paraphrasing here, and he opens the package, and the package explodes, 
And then it cuts to, uh, to Marlon, Sinbad's character, looking up at the looking up at the explosion. He's like, that was a real bomb? Man, people are sick. I can't believe this. And he keeps running away. So, um, like I said, that scene, that scene is kind of funny, but I mean, nah. For a kid's movie, just too much for a kid's movie. Just take it out. And at the time, you know, um, I think there's like a guy sending random packages that were bombs in the mail. So this was actually happening and people were actually like, like checking the mail and blowing up. Could you believe that? That's some dark, twisted shit right there, man. So, yeah, just you gotta have that in there for a kid's movie. Just too much. Too much. Ted the Creeper. Uh, let's, tone, let's tone that character down a, a bit. Just a, just a tad bit, you know. This is a kid's movie. A kid's Christmas movie. So let's moving on. Moving on to the top five. A bunch of scenes that I really have in here in my top five. So the, in no order, uh, number one, I have the warehouse scene. And in this scene, Howard goes to a warehouse uh, to buy a Turbo Man, you know, because he's gone to every store. They're all out. Um, I think he went to the radio station at this point because he won a Turbo Man, but they were sold out. And um, <clears throat> and um, his last resort was to follow this Santa, I believe, to get him this promise that that he promised him this Turbo Man. So gets ripped off, and he fights a warehouse full of Santas. Including the biggest Santa, the Big Show. And there's so much going on in the scene. There's chaos going on. You know, he's whooping these Santa's asses. Police raid the place, arrest the Santas and everything like that. So I like that scene. I think that's pretty good. The scene where Howard and Myron are first introduced to each other, that's a good scene too. Um, I think they're like waiting in line to buy a Turbo Man. And this whole frenzy is happening in the toy store. And it's just great, you know. Um, what is it? That I guess like the way they would determine who gets a Turbo, Turbo Man is by giving you like some type of bouncy ball. And, you know, the line starts getting into a frenzy. The store manager's like, nah, forget this. We're not selling this anymore. And people just start going crazy trying to buy this Turbo Man doll. So, yeah. Number three, Booster, Turbo Man sidekick. I like his costume, you know. I think his costume is is pretty good, at least for this time too, you know. I like the uh, the animatronics of the face because it it just moves. It just, to me, it just moves well. And another thing that I have a like something to say, I just don't understand. How I guess in this movie or in this movie world, all the kids hate him. You know, it's um, he's Turtle Man Psyche. He's a good guy, not a bad guy, but it's just one of the it's just one of these uh running gags of this film where nobody likes him. Not the kids, the parents, nobody likes him. I don't even think Turbo Man likes him. And I just don't. There's just like no type of clarity as to why. I like Booster. Don't worry, Booster. You got a you got a fan of me, Booster. My fourth uh, top five is 
the scene and where Howard knocks out the reindeer. Now hear me out, it's a fake ass reindeer. Ain't no real reindeer, man. Peter will be all Peter would be all over that shit. But it's just a it's just fun like it's just like a funny scene to me. Um Howard let me just break down how like the whole thing goes in. So, you know, at this point Howard is done, tired. He doesn't have no Turbo Man doll. So he has to go back to his house feeling defeated. And he notices it and he notices his neighbors doing a little bit too damn much. So he gets mad at his neighbor and he sees that his neighbor through the window, through his neighbor's window, he sees that he has a turbo man. So he tries to break into his house to steal a turbo man. And he gets caught. He even looks more of a bad looks like more of a bad person. And I believe in this scene too, um, this reindeer is just tearing up the house, trying to get Arnold Schwarzenegger's character, uh, Howard. And, you know, at this point, you know, Howard gets caught, looks bad, blah, blah, blah. He knocks out this random ass reindeer because, you know, he's just had it. He's just like, you've been messing with me this entire time. I've had it with you. Whoop, knock. It's like, wop, wop. Or like one uppercut, boom, knocks his ass out because he's had enough. So, yeah, I felt bad for that reindeer slit. That fake ass reindeer. Number five, the parade sequence. So, I guess this town or city or whatever is having like an annual huge parade. You know, you have Howard and Myron. Um, that sneak into this parade and they're dressed in these ridiculous costumes. Howard is dressed in the as Turbo Man and Myron is able to sneak in and dress up as Dementor, uh, <clears throat> Turbo Man's arch nemesis. So they are dressed in these costumes and they start fighting each other. There's like a lot of things going on, like Howard flying around in a jet in a, in a jet pack and Myron shooting these. Random ass things out of his wrist. Like I'm like, bro, like how y- how are these costumes able to do this? That's insane. Um, so while Howard is in this Turbo Man costume, he's able to get this. He's able to get a Turbo Man figure, and he's able to give it out to any kid in the crowd. So he spots his he spots his kid, and he decides to give his uh, this Turbo Man doll away to Jamie, his son. And, you know, the mentor, Mar- Myron, tries to, steal it, tries to steal the doll. And they all start fighting and everything, you know, yada, yada, yada. And um, all of it is calm, you know. Turbo Man ends up defeating the mentor. And I guess uh, Howard reveals that he that takes off the helmet and he reveals that he's Turbo Man. And <clears throat> Jamie decides to uh, do a wholesome hearted thing and give away his Turbo Man doll, his brand new Turbo Man doll, to Myron because he says that his dad is the real tur- Turbo Man, which is like cheesy but heartwarming, you know? Uh, Jamie was sick, stupid. Jamie could have got an easy $3,000 and... and 
in uh, today's world. But it's all good. You know, it's heartwarming and whatnot. Like I said, there's like a lot going on in this sequence. And it just make, makes a lot. It just makes it makes it awesome for it to be like the finale of the movie. So, yeah, that's my top five. The warehouse scene. The scene where my Howard and Myron are introduced. Um, Booster, you know, his his costume and animatronics. Knocking out the reindeer scene. And the parade sequence. So, does it deserve a sequel? Well, it already has a sequel. And did it deserve it? I'm going to tell you right here, right now. No, it didn't. In 2014, Larry the Cable Guy made a sequel for this. Uh, They made a sequel starring Larry the Cable Guy. And there's just no reason why there was a sequel for it. This doesn't make no sense to me. Um, I haven't seen it. But I'm pretty sure it's safe to say it isn't worth my time, nor is it worth anybody else's time. This movie did not deserve a sequel. And it just, in my opinion, just a good standout Christmas movie. Hollywood Shuffle. So for my cast that I selected to compete against this cast, um I think I think my cast can uh can compete pretty well. So for Howard Langston, I definitely got that cast beat. You know, I actually got a real American. You know, not no offense, Arnold Schwarzenegger, but I don't know how in the eighties and the nineties you were playing this American character when you clearly weren't American. It's fine, man. Just be yourself. Anyways, anyways, John Cena. I have John Cena as Howard Langston. You know, I, I, if y'all want to go big and bulky, we can go big and bulky. John Cena, give me that. Chi McBride. As Myron. Chi McBride, if y'all don't know, then I can't help y'all at all. Chi McBride has is a slick underrated actor, man, in my eyes. And he's been in a lot of cornerstone movies in my life. Not just in my childhood, but in my in my life. Some of the movies that he's been in, um, the terminal with uh Tom Hanks. He's in iRobot with Will Smith, which I personally like. That, that that'll probably be on here. He's on Draft Day with Kevin Costner. Undercover Brother. Okay, if y'all know nothing about Undercover Brother, then I just I I, I can't help y'all. I just cannot help y'all. All I can say is please, 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 please watch that movie. Um, and then like the final movie I'm gonna announce is is Roll Bounce. With uh, Bow Wow, and he's Bow Wow's dad in that movie. So, I'm taking Chi McBride as Myron. I feel like he can play a real good Myron, and I and I just like I like Chi McBride's voice. Olivia Munn as Liz Langston. I what isn't she? Uh, I mean, she's a real good actress. Don't get me wrong, but I think for like the people of the sports world, what Aaron Rodgers' ex-wife or ex-girlfriend, one of the two. And for the um, and for the Ted Malton character, I got Ed. I think his name is what Ed Helms, either Ed Helms or Gregory Helms, one of the two. I gotta look that up right quick. 
Yeah, yeah, Ed Helms, the guy from uh, The Hangover, the dentist from The Hangover. Um, you know, The Office, that guy. Let me get him as as the creepy neighbor, Ted Malton. And that's it for my follow. And that's it for my Hollywood shuffle. And uh, that's it for part one. That's it. That's a show. But we got some more. Part two coming up. Right here. Right now. On The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. A podcast about movies. Christmas special. Part one of two.